Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. Again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! On this episode of the Patreon, we find out a little bit about Mountain Eric. Hello, and welcome to the Patreon exclusive uh, sideshow to the Little Marty podcast, <laughs> the uh, supplemental materials, as I like to call them. I'm a big criterion head over here, so that's why I call them supplemental materials. I, of course, am. Uh, Jeremy Parton, the uh, just completely forgotten son of Dolly Parton, sitting here with uh, Mountain Eric. How's it going, Eric, Mountain Eric? <laughs> Eric, Eric Halloween. I'm begging of you, please don't take my man. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you know, my sister named her daughter Jolene. I think about that anytime I meet a Jolene or a um uh I've met some not uh, I I have met one Rhiannon and I'm like your parents smoked weed and listened to a lot of uh Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. I mean, it's weird cuz they named her after the song and I'm like, you know what that song's about, right? The song's about a woman who freaking home wrecks just yeah. home wrecks the hell out of Dolly Parton. She's also like a oh Jolene. I thought you were talking about Rhiannon. No, yeah, no, no, Jolene, Jolene is about like uh, a home wrecker. Is is Rhiannon about that as well? Rhiannon's about like a witch or something. I think. Oh, so it's more it's more about uh, Anita Morris's character in this film, Jezebel. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's why they named her Rhiannon. Yeah, are you sure it wasn't after the singer? Is you know there the a singer, singer named Yeah, Rhiannon. <laughs> the, the oh yeah, the she song, does. Uh, 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 I got. Uh, yeah, you know. This is two guys in their thirties trying to come up with the name of a Rihanna song. <laughs> <laughs> Look, today we're covering the 1986 made-for-television smash hit, "A Smoky Mountain Christmas." I actually don't know if it was a smash hit. I don't think we know if television, made for television, musical fantasy films ever become smash hits. There's no numbers anywhere. I wish they would include the numbers. How many people watched this thing? It was on ABC December 14th, so literally aired yesterday. Just uh, a lot of years ago, yesterday. Mm. Feels like um, yesterday. Feels like yesterday. There's a shockingly little information on wikipedia about this film um and uh let me see if there's any yeah one entry into the <laughs> trivia on imdb this was I bet, a request, i bet brian though, wrote that right too. by brian i bet brian's the one that added the trivia too i bet i bet you so he's so he's the one who wrote nut He's a Dolly Parton nut. I feel like uh, Pizza Party Queen, also Dolly Parton nut on Twitter. 
Uh, we're excited to cover literally anything and everything people want us to. Um, but there, there really isn't a ton that I've found here um, online in my like very brief searching around of information about this film. Other than this movie is directed by Henry Winkler. <laughs> no, is it really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is directed by the Henry Winkler, the Fonzie himself. He right, had a right. brief directing uh, stint that lasted from the 80s till about the early 2000s. Mm. Uh, he directed like some episodes, a lot of television, episodes of like The Clueless Show or Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I you know, appar- I I know I have a couple of friends who work in television and apparently this is a thing. Speaking of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, um they uh on his show that he works on, uh Melissa Joan Hart guest directed an episode. And apparently this is for uh, marketing purposes. Like television like that, hmm. like sitcom television, there's not really it's not really directed in a traditional way. It's done very, very quickly. And it's not like people can come in and be like, okay, I want this shot to be like this. And I want, it's like, it's like, no, it's on a soundstage. So you can only shoot it like one way, you know? Right. So like, so like, yeah, it's more just about like that. They can put that Melissa Joan Hart directed an episode um, of a show so that people will be like, Oh, that's cool. And like, kind of come watch it. Um, I'm not going to lie, it like kind of annoys me sometimes when it's like, oh, this actor who is like a famous actor got to direct something, because part of me is like, man, there's like so many talented directors out there that could be, you know, mm. getting the work. It kind of yeah. bothers me a little bit, in a way. Not necessarily that I have a problem. Movies is a is kind of a different thing, but like TV show episodes specifically. Um... Yeah, years. I I uh, I agree with you for the most part. I do think that like, I, I here's the thing that I want to see. I don't like it when like actors necessarily use their privilege to like experiment to see if they want to do something. I I but I <laughs> yeah. I am I'm more of a fan of like, oh this actor went all in on becoming a writer now or a director. You know what I mean? Like I think the writer for Sicario who wrote like hell and high water. Like he's like written a couple of like pretty good films. He used to be an actor and he like decided like, I hate this and just became a writer instead, which is like kind of a gutsy move, especially if you're getting work as an actor, you know, and you're not like that famous, but yeah, when you see shit like, um, you know, Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's his name? It's like Steve Carell directs an episode of The Office or whatever. You're just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's like, just let somebody else do it. Like, what do you, what do you got to be doing it for? You know? Yeah. Um, Jeremy Schmidt directs an mm-hmm. episode of Little Marty. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, come on. This should be, this should be directed by like how it always is by, uh, what's his name? Paul W.S. Anderson. <laughs> yeah. He's directed every episode of this show until now. Um, but I actually think Henry Winkler is just charming enough at everything he does to give him a pass, Eric. And oh yeah, I don't think this movie is. Uh, if this movie has a problem, I don't think it's with the direction necessarily. <laughs> 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 um, 
So, uh, yeah, since this will be a little bit of a lighter episode, I suppose, uh, Eric, you watch anything or? I did watch, uh, let's see, I'm looking up the name of it, and this is something that you can watch on YouTube for free, which I was pleasantly surprised that this was released and for free, and I, I believe it should be free for all the, all the people that like to rock out there on the Tom Petty YouTube account. Okay. Um, my friend actually went to a premiere of this in, in, in Minneapolis. He told me it was great, so I checked it out. They have a documentary, Jeremy. I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Tom Petty album, Wild Flowers, but it's sort of like one of the... I don't know if it's one of the first solo Tom Petty albums, but it's it was a significant moment in his career and like a really, really good album. Uh, there's some really interesting people involved. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the... Uh, the cra- uh, Rick Rubin is in it. Oh, uh, Rick wow. That's and there's great. a lot of uh, footage of Rick Rubin producing it and, and, and talking. There's, you know, like Ringo drums on uh, some of it. And uh, there's Dude. just a lot of these characters. And it's just so cool to see, like, I, I don't know, man. Just like some of my favorite parts are just like Tom Petty, like, outside smoking a cigarette talking to a camera about music it's just like i don't wait, know dude where, like, that wait, is this, a, is this that i love tom petty wait wait this is just on his youtube channel yeah man and it's like a professionally produced like really well done 90 minute documentary on the making of what i would say is like probably my favorite album of his dude this dropped like a month ago yeah it's good stuff. I would, I definitely recommend it if you either like Tom Petty or you're like curious to get into Tom Petty because, yeah, it's good stuff. He's he's such a like, I don't know, man. There's something weird about like Tom Petty where he's he feels so like such like an everyman to me. You know, yeah. like who? How could you possibly not like Tom Petty? But at the same time, he just rocks like super hard. Yeah. He was truly like an American uh, icon, you know. Dude, but uh, yeah, it's good this stuff. This is awesome. This is great. I can't wait to watch this. Throw it on, my friend. It's worth it. Yeah, it's for YouTube. I guess. Uh, Jeremy, what the heck? Here's a question for you, Jeremy, because you watch more stuff than me. Are you watching uh, this move, this TV show? And I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing the name of this correctly suk kasayon yes Mm -hmm. i watched suk kasayon uh i watched it every week as it aired i you know the the third season wrapped up last sunday pretty big event um uh, is it over or is it like just the season is over the season's over the show is will continue hopefully i mean I guess it's like the biggest show on TV right now, so it'll, you yeah. know, and it's definitely. I'm going to jump in. I've heard okay, enough good. about it where I'm going to jump in. Yeah. Are you, you've never seen any of it yet? Nope. Okay. Uh, so this is a strong recommend from me. I don't think that you can overhype the show, um, especially if you're going in cold and don't really know much about it. Um, it's great. It's great. The hype is uh, warranted. It's, um, a really well-made, well-written show created by Jesse Armstrong in tandem with Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. 
It is about rich monsters. And mm. I, it's hard to pitch it because it just sounds so boring when you're like, yeah, it's about these rich people. They're in a family. They control everything in the media and everything. And it's about them just sort of vying for power. It's kind of Shakespearean. It's sort of like King Lear. Uh, it just makes it, it just does such a disservice to what that show is, which is just like incredible writing and the um, construction of incredible moments for characters to play in. Um, it has some of the best acting I've ever seen in anything, like in any piece of anything. Like it's just, it's very well done. Um, mm. Can't recommend it enough loved everything every part of season three i didn't even some people were like oh it started slow but got better and ended it in an incredible way i just thought it was incredible the whole time i just enjoyed it you know what i mean like i just there there's never been a dull moment for me in succession really enjoy that show um to the point where you know when something is so good it's almost not even interesting anymore you're just like oh yeah it's perfect it's great go watch it yeah yeah a little bit like how i feel like after like licorice pizza or something where i'm like yeah it's a it's the best it's the best movie ever made let's go watch it <laughs> hey it's almost like, licorice pizza day over here for for us oh, normies yeah. who don't have access yeah. to the uh you know these it's 10 days screen. away 10 days for, oh, yeah. until licorice pizza are you gonna go see it on christmas no i think i'm gonna see it on uh probably new year's day oh have, that's that's old, good i'm doing a Got I'm doing a thing doing a thing um can't wait for you to see that um what but uh did i have we talked about the get back yet on this show no uh i'm trying to remember i feel like i was just oh give yeah yeah, yeah. uh no we haven't we like briefly spoke about it on the the boring the main, main show. episode yeah on the boring really stuffy main show yeah have you have you watched this uh lengthy documentary yet uh- Howdy, podcast partners. This is Cowboy Eric, your favorite co-host of this podcast. I'm here to let you know that you can listen to this episode in its entirety on patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy. We offer a whole bunch of bonus content. We have a whole back catalog that spans years at this point that you get access to immediately when you sign up for that $5 tier, as well as, of course, the new supplemental and bonus episodes. We do crazy stuff over there. It's a great time. So sign up at patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy. That is, of course, spelled E-R-I-C-A-N-D-J-E-R-E-M-Y. That's Eric and Jeremy at Patreon.com. We'll see you over there, and thanks for listening.